Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. We have a different episode today. We have our very own Matt from Detroit Dart Club here. Hi, everybody. And uh, if everyone wants to, who else we got here? Tom. And Tim. Tim, yes. No Eric for this episode. He'll be in the next one. We're doing a double episode today. We are in Detroit, and it is negative six out right now currently. With the wind chill, it's supposedly negative 30 or something. It's like a state of emergency, but we're here. We're here. All right, so what are we talking about first? (laughs) Well, where's Eric? We need him. (laughs) (laughs) So do we just want to go into the... The, mod, uh, the yeah. mod of the week. Yeah, it's just going to the mod of the week. All right, mod of the week. All right, we're going to hand it off to Matt today. All right, well. Or do I you want to talk about yourself a little bit first? Well, introduce yourself. Sure, why not? I've never been here. Might as well introduce myself. Um, I'm Matt. I just live in the local Detroit area. I've been coming to the SDNC Wars pretty much the whole time. First time interacting with Tim was trading him the Crimson Recon for a Mastodon. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. Red Sonia. He invited me to a mod party, and we kind of hit it off from there. That's when I met Tom and uh, Sam, a couple other the guys in the group. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I do work at the Detroit Dart Club with Connor. He is the man. He is an awesome boss, just oh, saying. Too kind. <laughs> I, I told him he had to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got a boost in my pay this week. <laughs> had to say it. <laughs> But other than that, I'm just, I think I bring the biggest, well, not the biggest enthusiasm, but a lot of enthusiasm to the group. You bring the biggest ammo to the group. I, yeah, I do bring Matt, a lot of mega. Matt loves to run mega in yes, our club. He, I do. He's our exclusive mega guy. You know. I'll call mega, him shield breaker. Yeah, I'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> I go by Crimson Bison anyway, so the red and the mega goes well. Awesome. So for our... Uh, for our mod of the week, we were going to talk about uh, the, uh, what do we say? Apollo. The Apollo, Apollo thank you. <laughs> Too many Greek god names, it was escaping me. Right, and now they're getting into other god names yeah. with the Jupiter and all that. So. Yeah, go, going uh, Rome? Roman. 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 Yeah. Roman. Yeah. So uh, you were just working on some uh, Apollos, so what kind of stuff can we do? can you do with the Apollo? You can actually do a lot with the Apollo. With all the reskins and stuff like that, I've just been taking two different shells, slapping them together. That's what I do. I do the red and blue shells. I did the Phantom Core and the white camel one they just released at Walmart. Now, you have a name for when you do that. What do you call it? Oh, yeah, that's my two-faced mod. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> love, love the DC reference. Though. Oh, yeah. And um, other than that, I didn't do much to the actual mod but there's so much you can do with the apollo like i was sitting there just thinking what should i do to this and it's like hmm i already took out the handle replaced everything in that that's all good now should i add a 3d kit to the pump or do something janky like our guy sam who he does all the time he's got crazy blasters but his apollo kit he actually is talking about selling to somebody in the Discord, and then he was like, oh, no, probably not. But he ran his Apollo kit. I've even used it, and it was really good. Now, that, that Apollo kit he's talking about basically extends the barrel using some PVC and then has a um, on a large, uh, uh, like a PVC sleeve over the barrel, 
to act as a uh, pump prime, and then it's is it is the uh, bar that attaches to the um, the priming hook wooden? Or? Yeah, it's like yeah, a it's wooden dowel. Okay, <laughs> so PVC and wood, you know, it's something you can find at any uh, hardware store, and he made a total um, pump prime kit that uh, doesn't look look like very much but it's highly efficient it is efficient you can rattle off some shots really quick with the apollo anyway but with any kind of pump kit sam's proved that you can go even faster yeah and and there are a few out there you know for consumption on thingiverse and whatnot and then i know out of darts has one in his shop that uh someone designed for him to sell exclusively and uh, Worker has one. Uh, one of the other guys in the club has a really nice painted up Apollo with mm-hmm. a uh, the F10 555 pump prime kit, and that that looks real slick because yeah, it's it's like gorgeous. a purple to to black fade paint job. Um, almost, I think it's like automotive paint. Finish. I think so too. And he's got high gloss on it. It's yeah, nice. it's gorgeous. <laughs> so, so yeah, plenty of pump kits. Uh, can that take a t- K26, or is it its own oh, spring yeah. size? Yeah, I mean, K26 isn't that much heavier than a rival spring already. It's right. Not. So it can, but, but the, it's not going to do the, much. The diameter, the spacing is right for yeah. K26? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, the rival springs basically are K26. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes. Right. Okay. Um, obviously, you can do lock removal. Uh, does AR removal in the Apollo really do anything for you? Not much. It really just takes the life of your blaster down. Because... Yeah. The inside of the Apollos, well, the internals for the Apollo, I would say, are kind of finicky anyway. Yeah. Because they all are pieced together. That is the good thing. But if you take out a screw or you don't put a screw in too far enough or whatever, it's going to mess up. It's Mm. either going to – it's not going to prime smooth or it's just not going to run good for you. You're going to get jams all the time. It sucks. Now, Connor, you ran Apollos at the club for a while, and it, did you stop using them because they were jamming all the time or just because it was a mag system and you wanted to keep away from that? Or I would only bring them out with groups that like seemed like they knew what they were doing, really. Um, adult groups, for sure. Um, but they broke. Like, the top primer. The thingy, hook. The hook, yeah, yeah. That would just break off. Um, and they just tend, to, just tend to break too often. So I got rid of them, rid of them after that. But they do jam, but they're really easy to unjam. Yeah. Um, when you know what you're doing, like for me, I can unjam that in like ha- like half a second. But wow. once you teach people how to do it, like they can figure it out. A lot with the rivals, it takes a game or two to get the hang of them. Anyways, um, I'll bring out a couple of those. We only have a couple of them, anyways. But I'll bring them out if it's a repeat group. And like, hey, like, do you have that one blaster that we used mm-hmm. that one time? And I'm like, all right, you know what you're talking about. So I'll bring them out for certain groups. But for the most part, we're we're all Artemis. And, yeah, it's a little bit easier. And But as far as, like, yeah, if it's a big group, too, and it's an adult group, I'll, we'll just bring out all the blasters. But thanks to Matt, we have a lot of Artemises that are fixed, and we are not short on RMI. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, went through it's the huge. backlog stock and – Cleaned them up a little bit, made sure they were all working. And good. those are a pain in the ass to take apart too. Uh, hands down, that is yeah. the the hardest blaster I have ever modified. Because uh, my personal one has a K twenty six in it, and, and God, that ugh, I still have nightmares about that. I keep thanking Josh for doing the two faced 
to that blaster because I did not want to open it up. At least not with you around, Tim, because <laughs> I was terrified PTSD. of opening it up. Yes. Even with just the opening a twin shock gave me just bad PTSD. It just exploded all over me. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it was not a good show. We do, do you know where all the twin shocks are? Do we have them in school? Oh, yeah. We got like nine sitting back there. I know. We, I know. Dakota took a bunch home because he wanted to do like a a Nerf man or something and like <laughs> like bolt a bunch together and just have a person like a Nerf Gundam suit giant. Thing. I know yeah. I I took one of those twin shocks home at one point and pulled it apart and figured out what had broken in that one. I remember that and then it broke like a week later. Did it? It was, it, they're just like yeah. <laughs> I was like oh man, it's too bad. They're fun. Um, oh yeah, they're they look cool. They look good in like videos and pictures, and mm-hmm. and if you have fresh starts, those things are borderline aggressive. When you're up close with someone, I'm like, do not aim for the face. Oh, wow. Like those things can uh, hurt. Right, <laughs> but those are fun. Nice. They are, and you know me, the Mega Man. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do enjoy Mega. The, I really like the um, what are the new ones? Bulldog, the Bulldog. Those are fun. Yeah, I gotta get more of those. Um, they have not broken yet. No, right. No. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Only thing that comes off is the little flip up sight. And oh yeah. Nobody a uses sight that on anyway. any blaster ever just yeah. will be lost immediately. Oh yeah. DDC is rough on our blasters. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, so that's our uh, mod of the week is talking about the Apollo. What? Uh, did anybody gone to any recent events? We haven't recorded since. Uh, it's been a it's while. Been, it's been a few weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Because uh, uh, the. Competitive night was the night of one of that snow, that snowstorm. Yeah. So, so that didn't happen. That didn't happen, and then there we had a week off. So that's two weeks. Yeah. Of no events, but this weekend. Yeah, we got one three. Right. One three coming yep. up. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't do. put a new uh, new game type into this week's. I figured we would just take this one kind of easy. Um, I do have one more in the back burner that I just kind of kept to polish up and and pare down the description. Um, one of our uh, one of our uh, guys in the club. Joe Furby, who is uh, uh, Pinky, uh, Pinky E Pink, I forget what his us- Discord username is, but um, he totally fleshed out the rules for this, and he created a huge backstory, which is awesome. But it's it's nice. it's probably like a page and a half of backstory, which I usually give like three or four sentences. So I got to pare it down to to include it in our our uh, rules document, but. Uh, it's uh, a two flag capture the flag that basically so in in the backstory for our one flag capture the flag it's the boomer staff the boomer gets killed and then his staff drops and so the the two survivor colonies are trying to get their hands on the staff in his basically what it is is like the government is trying to do supply drops to the uh, to the survivor colonies and each colony realized if they have control of the beacon that the supply drop people are, are dropping the supplies to, they would get double supply drops. So each colony is trying to steal the other team's beacon before the it, supply drop comes in. Okay. How do you win that game? Or is that it would just be it would, No, it would just be a point system. Okay. Kind of like how we do with the boomer staff, first team to three points. Okay. This would be you get the beacon, you get a point. And, you know, basically. Sounds pretty fun. Yeah. So. Um, and then somebody had also suggested doing flag push with uh, the the single flag capture the flag. You know, kind of like 
getting the boomer staff into the other team's area, kind of like, you know, the boomer staff's going to explode after you touch it after a certain amount of time or something. So we might play around with that, but uh, we'll, uh, I don't know, maybe, so this is the February Z13 coming up, so I don't know, maybe the March Z13 will roll out the two flag, capture the flag. Um, got to figure out what I'm going to use for the beacons. Maybe the uh, the flags that I, I got at the uh, December Z13. Yeah, uh, blaster raffle. Yeah, that was awesome. How many beacons are there going to be? Just two. Okay. One, one for each team. Cool. You know, the idea kind of in the backstory was like, okay, you know, the, the red flag's over here, so that's where they're going to drop the supplies for uh, for the red team, and then the blue flag was over here, so that's where they're going to drop the supplies for the blue team. So whoever, you know, can get the other team's flag, cool. you know, scores the point. I like cool. it. So. Mm-hmm. Do we have an idea of how many people are coming, or...? Any new people coming that we know of? Um, I know that some of the Ohio HVZ crew was talking about coming. Um, like uh, Tyler and Anna and uh, some of those people. Cool. Justin. So we'll see. Um, I don't know, I'm hoping that we have around the same turnout as last time. The last one was a really good crew. It was, was really yeah. smooth. Yeah. Everybody knew what we were doing. How many people were at the last one? About 25. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah, right. that, that, that seems to be like the sweet it spot. It is. You know, and, and if we continue to have um, you know, huge groups, and we may end up having to go to like an invite-type situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe you know, fill 25 spots, and then if we have a couple of people from out of town that are you know, coming and we find out after the fact, we can fit them in. But yeah, around twenty five is the sweet spot, right? And I wouldn't mind staying home, maybe one or two Z one three, so anybody else could try and yeah. get in here and experience it. Well, I would never say no to having moderators helping out. So, <laughs> all right. Well, so why don't we move on to our main topic, which is nerf collecting, and that's uh, that's why we have Matt in the studio with us today because. Matt has an absolutely amazing collection, and uh, thank you, thank you so much. Why don't you uh, Why don't you take us a little bit into? Well, tell us first a little bit about your collection. What are some of your uh, your favorites and and rarest finds and stuff like that? Hmm. I don't. Um. The Crimson Recon. That was a pretty good find. Yeah. That was just an internet haul. I saw. Uh, it was a kid. He was getting rid of his blaster so he could get a game console. So I was like, sure. How much do you want for the red recon? It had the stock, the front barrel, and the light. So I was really excited about that. He was like, I don't know, 10 bucks? I offered the kid 15, and he was like, no, I'll just take 10. Wow. And I met him like a block away from his house. I did have to drive about 15 miles for it. So that's all right. Fair enough. You can, um, you can find anything if you look hard enough on, uh, you know, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it, it seems like they, some people don't even realize what they have. You know, I got a uh, a long strike for I think it was three or five bucks one time. You know, and they go for, you know, 15, 20 bucks. Just the front barrel. Just for, for the 15, front barrel, 20. exactly. Um, you know, so they were asking three, and I think I gave them five just because it was, you know, some kid that was trying to save up money for something. Right. See, that's another reason why I like our little group of people. We all like to help other people. Absolutely. We're nice. Sometimes. 
Unless we get Sometimes. a caliber and then we like shooting each other. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's required, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. You, you've, you found some great rare finds, though. Like, you, you've yeah. gotten, you, the Power Strike 48 I'm working on. You, I found, you found that me. just at a random Salvation Army at eight mile. Wow. Yeah. And with that was an, a turbo advance without the drum. I left that there. I got plenty of thrift in stories. I really do. Um, I recently found another Mastodon for $2.50, Salvation Army, with full batteries. I was shooting people inside the line, so that was cool. And um, uh, another one. I did find a whiteout um, fire strike before. Oh, no way. Yes. Night Finder. Yes, Night Finder. And I K26 that. I lubed it up. I did do a little touch-up paint on the white because it was scraping off a little bit. And then I put it in a bag and put it in a shelf, and it just sits there now. Oh. That's probably like – and I picked that up for like 75 cents. So that's one of your uh, – That's definitely one a, of the favorites in your collection. Yeah, then. it's definitely a favorite. Um, wow. I think you need to start a thrifting YouTube channel or something. I See, I probably could like last year, maybe a year or two ago. But I've kind of died down on it, but it's because my collection is just so big now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm here. We're to talk about that. I have so much. It's getting down to I have a Boomco bin. I have a Mega bin, Rival bin, uh, and Strike bin. There's bins for Rebel. There's bins for Star Wars. It's <laughs> It's getting a bit overwhelming sometimes, and that's why I'll try to throw out I, my last big uh, selling haul I gave to Tom, which was a bunch of flywheel blasters. I sold the oh, U for yeah, like I remember that. 50 bucks. Yeah. And that was like two rapid strikes, like two strikes. It's like strifes. a rapid strike, a Brutus, or a Brute, Strife, Rapid Red. Mm-hmm. Like a Firefly, something like that. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a couple of those... Uh, 16, the six mags that keep their... Oh, Hailfire. Hailfire, yeah. Is that... I, I don't think I took the Hailfire. I no, you one. split that one with somebody. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember who, but... Yeah. But... Now, do you display any of them, or do you just keep them in the bins, or...? I display a couple of them. Like, some of them are too big to really put in the bins, like the Mastodons I gotta hang up. I display uh, Zombie Strike... Long shot I got for like $3, but I put a bunch of work into it with a pump grip, the worker pump grip. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's gorgeous. It's a 3D 3D printed orange uh, see-through filament. Ooh. Yes. And Worker uh, did that? Yes. Mm. And with the orange on the Zombie Strike Blaster, it just pops. I really like Ooh, it. I want to see that. I think I brought it to the Lapeer War we went to. Oh, maybe I. That was like what our first wars we went to. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll bring it back in. All right, cool. Show you guys. So, how do you display them when you display them? Do you have like a pegboard or? I don't have a pegboard set up right now, but right now, all my stuff's in the basement. Just think of normal basement ceiling, bunch of rails going across. Just screw in hooks. That's why I hang them. Okay. I got like four or five hammer shots up there that I've done. My big hand cannon hammer shot I got with the 3D kit on it. Um, Sweet Revenges I've done. Mm -hmm. And then 
the Magnus collection I just finished. I just got the Zombie Strike Magnuses, and I love them. Oh, I really want an orange Zombie Strike Magnus. You ever see one of those in the wild? Grab it for me, please. Oh, yes. I got to grab an orange for you and a blue for Josh because he wanted a blue. And Eric wants an original red one, he told me. Did those come in the two-pack, the zombie? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. I remember seeing those, and I don't know why I didn't buy them. I never bought one. I love the Magnus. Because the last one I saw was at a Kmart, closing Kmart. The box was all tore up, and they still wanted $35.99 for it. Yeah. Where was this? It was maybe last year. Where? where? Kmart. Kmart, okay. Yeah, dying story. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, the uh, the recolored blasters that were put into the zombie strike line were usually store exclusives. Mm-hmm. Kmart and Walmart and. I don't think Target got any, did they? Uh, zombie strike exclusive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I know that I they like do have the I melee weapons. It, was that two pack? Was that Target? I'm pretty sure. So the two pack of the double strike. In the orange and green, you can now find a Dollar General, I hear. Family Dollar. Family Dollar. And is, is Family Dollar the one that is owned by Walmart? I, I'm i not sure. I know one of the the dollar store chains is owned by Walmart. Oh, nice. And that would make sense that, that they have an exclusive if, they're, if they have a parent company like Walmart. Yeah, it would make sense because Walmart's always put getting exclusive colors and blasters like that. Yeah. And that that's something that we uh, are gonna miss out on not having Toys R Us around here anymore. Is we won't have access to those uh, those reskins, those special colors. I know all the exclusives. Sonic Ice, the Sonic Fire. It's all gone. Speaking of which, I just got the Sonic Ice and Fire Jolts from Chael. Oh, really? Ooh. I traded for him. Yeah. Would you Would you trade him? I trade him just two orange Jolts. He wanted because he wants to get a load out of all orange yeah. Jolts and okay. stuff. So. I trade them straight up. I was like, awesome. That's cool. I've got a couple of those regular orange jolts. I'd love to get my hands on a transparent orange one. I do have one. I might mm-hmm. have an extra. Ooh, so take a look. Let me know. I will let you know. And see, that's another thing. I love being the guy that, um, you know, somebody in the group's looking for something. All I got to do is look in a damn bin. Bam. Either I got it or I'll find it in the wild for you. So that's yeah. awesome. So... Let's talk about finding stuff in the wild. Yeah, I mean, I think in the entire club that we have here in Michigan, you, you and Josh are probably hands down the best uh, thrifters that we have. You guys are constantly updating us with these cool finds that you found. You know, you re- uh, Josh recently found a second Power Strike forty eight. So, uh, yep, I brought that in. For yeah, you. that's awesome. Um, um, so, what? How do you, how do you? Uh, how do you go about getting these great finds? Now, I got to pick out days when I just want to go out by myself for like four or five hours, just driving, get a good CD, maybe a new CD. I usually listen to Guardians of the Galaxy the mm, whole time. That's a good one. Yeah. And I stop basically at these little mom and pop joints in between, you know, your usual stops, Salvation Army, Value World, and... I wish we had a Ross in Michigan because I keep hearing about this place from everywhere else, and they get new inbox blasters for like three bucks. Wow! Really? Yeah. Like down in Virginia, we used to have them, but I never saw anything like that. Really? Yeah, I saw pretty trash stuff. Gotcha. Like just Mavericks. <laughs> See, I always thought that like Goodwill was 
the thing we were missing out on here because, you know, we have tons of Salvation Armies all over the place, and we have a couple of value worlds, and mm-hmm. obviously we have Community Thrift, which is which is our usual goldmine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but it seemed like in the YouTubing community, everybody was always like, oh, yeah, I found this a goodwill, I found this a goodwill. And I always figured that, you know, maybe Salvation Army just kind of, you know, they had decided that it went against their their whole mindset and philosophy of what they were trying to do in the world and whatnot. So they didn't really, you know, seek that stuff out. Um, but there are a few goodwills, you know, if you expand and look in the greater Detroit area. Yeah. And I've never had any good luck when I've hit those up either. I haven't had much luck either. Uh, there was one, isn't there one on the west side around, I don't want to say 8 Mile, but I always drive 8 Mile. It's, it's probably north of 8 Mile. Oh, the one I side. went to is downriver, like Dearborn or Allen Park or somewhere out that way. Yeah. Actually, I think it is around that area. I'm terrible with maybe, driving. Maybe Westland. That, mm-hmm. I know that's further north. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've been to at least a couple of Goodwills and never found anything worth um, worthwhile. The only uh, we stopped on the way back from the Lapeer War, and mm-hmm. I found that that Falcon Fire. Was that a Goodwill or was that a Salvation Army? That was. Oh wait, that might have been a Goodwill. I think it was, and that's the yeah. only I think uh, good find I found at a Goodwill. And that's the other Goodwill that I've been to. I've yeah. only seen like two in Michigan. Yeah. So. So you you take time out. Do you do this during the day or in oh, the yeah. afternoon, or is there is there? It's either a good time of day to be going for thrifting. Definitely, the best time of day is early. You got to get out before. Honestly, you got to get out before the grandmas get out there and the people that want to check the shelves for stuff they can resell on eBay and stuff like that. And yes, that is my biggest pet peeve. If you go to a thrift store. Buy stuff for a dollar fifty and charge someone a hundred and fifty dollars online for it. That just infuriates me. Like, give someone a break. You don't need a hundred dollar profit on something you found in the trash, basically. You know, I don't know. That's why I try to help out in the group. But yeah, I pick a day. Either I work at WeatherGuard Windows, so in the winter, right now, I got a week off. That's why I'm here. I'd pick a day, leave about 8.30 in the morning, because our thrift stores usually open about 9 o'clock. I'll get to this one place at between Hayes and Gratiot, a nine-mile. It's this little place that's closed up now. They were getting up some Nerf guns in, but this guy, he hit, um, what is it, storage bins, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how he would fill his store. And he was charging 15, 20 bucks a blaster. And I stopped going there once he started catching on that I was getting stuff in there and getting it on the cheap. But I'd hit that place, go north on Gratiot, because there's kind of a just shop after shop after shop right on Gratiot after you pass 14 mile. And then there's a DAV place, which closed up. That kind of sucks. Salvation Army right there, the value world across the street from the Salvation Army. But community, which everybody talks about in our group, is the place to go for blasters. I found tons of stuff. My first Raven I found there with Josh on our first actual, like, hangout. We did a thrifting trip, and we did that whole little circle on Grashit. 
Yeah, there were, it's nice. There's five or six that you can hit all in a row, and usually most of them are busts. But yeah, if you're going early enough, then you probably find better stuff. You do, and if you want to spend a little more time out there, hit the mall because you're there just for fun. Um, and you wait until after that eleven o'clock run because they'll restock their shelves, especially at community around eleven, twelve o'clock. Mm. If you wait that hour and go back up there, you can usually find another blaster or two that you need or want. Because I, the same day that me and Josh went out, I found that uh, Raven. We went back, and then I found a rapid strike in the bin. And I was like, hmm, I just picked up a rapid strike. I don't need it, but it was still in the bin. That was cool. Other than that, it's repetition. You got to hit all the time. Gotcha. There's a shop right like a mile away from my work. I hit it literally every day. They know me. I'm religious there. They just I always start hit pulling the stuff section. aside for you? No, they haven't. I've asked a couple times, but no. I think I might have to bribe somebody. <laughs> Maybe like, hey, if you pull something out, I'll give you a couple bucks on the side. Start having to take pictures of what uh, they got coming in. Send it to me during work, yeah. and now come in on my lunch break. <laughs> Gotcha. So, uh, what are the uh, what are the what are your holy grails that you're you're still out there looking for? Ooh, holy grails! I'm still looking for gear up. Ugh, I didn't mention oh, that. I'd love to get my hands on a gear up recon. I got a gear up barricade. Yeah, I found one. Yeah, for three ninety nine. Nice. You have a gear up barricade too, don't you, Tom? No, I was gonna buy one, but then I realized I'd never do anything with it. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, and it was like twenty bucks. Uh, so, like, why would I keep something around I'm never gonna use? No. I'd probably spend 20 bucks on the Bumblebee Barricade. Yeah. No, I probably would, too. I found one for, like, 40 nice. It's just, like, still no. No. It's I wish they had those at Universal when I was down there a few years ago. I wish I had picked them up. I know. That would have been nice. Going back there this year. Ooh, I'll have nice. To see. Yeah. Uh, my son turns 11, so we're uh, surprising him with a trip for his birthday to Harry Potter World. Now that's a birthday. Gonna, How are you going to surprise him? We're going to give him a Hogwarts letter. Awesome. Like, oh. Yeah, like parchment paper. <laughs> now, are you going to do it like the day you're going to leave? No, we'll probably, because we're not leaving until... Let the car, kids. <laughs> my, my parents did that to us when we were, yeah. for Disney World when we were kids. It was like we literally thought we were going up north, and it was like a weird time of the year where we're like, there's no snow. Like, we can't, like, go, like, skiing or anything like that. It was, And they were like, all right. And then they did, like, a uh, a hangman puzzle, and it's like we are going to Disney World. And it was the same, like, lettering as, like, we're going up north. I was like, all right, we're going up north. We know. Like, yeah. that's where we're going. <laughs> nice. But uh, it was epic. They're like, we have your stuff already packed and nice. right now. <laughs> no, we're uh, we're going, I think it's the week after his birthday. So we'll probably give him the Hogwarts letter for his birthday. Nice. Yeah, maybe even, uh, you know, open up a box and there's a stuffed owl in there with uh, the letter you know, printed in green ink on the parchment paper. (laughs) (laughs) There's an exotic, like, pet place on, like, Fort, or, like, Woodward and something I saw the other day. I'm like, what do they have there? (laughs) Like, is it right next to, like, the owl? Yeah. Dude, the owl's so good. I've heard. The owl's really good. But I want to see this exotic pet place. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. Where is it now? Uh, Woodward Uh, and... It's like, do you know where Vincetta Grill is? Yeah. Like, right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a a place on Gratiot, uh, the Roadshow. Yeah, has all the exotic, but they're mostly lizards and stuff. Yeah, mostly lizards. We'll get you your owl. They got a big. <laughs> but then when you're done, you just go. You're free. <laughs> you're free now. 
I, I don't think I'd be allowed to get rid of it if I gave my son an owl. No. No, probably not. Yeah. Definitely have to get him a cage to walk it around everywhere. So, but yeah, I'll definitely have to keep an eye out and see what kind of exclusives they might have down there. Yeah, definitely, man. Because, you know, Transformers is a big uh, attraction there. Mm-hmm. They just had the Bumblebee movie come out. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, have the barricade still because the movie came out. Yeah, oh, that, that'd be awesome. If I, yeah. I, I'd get both of them if I could get my hands on them. The other one was Optimus Prime, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And speaking of Bumblebee, I just picked up the Bumblebee Nitro thing for five bucks. I saw Bumblebee that. Nitro thing? Oh, yeah. Really? Bumblebee Nitro Car Shooter for $5 at uh, GameStop clearance. So head to your GameStop if you're into Bumblebee or Nitro Cars. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. Who Was it Brett that was talking about that he, or Beret, that he actually has used Nitro in wars and yeah. gotten tags and yeah. gotten killed? He's gotten, he's gotten what, does he snake up to someone and it's like... <clears throat> well, they got... So first of all, all the Nitro launchers have a thing that disables it unless you have it on a table. So you have to mod it, even if you're keeping net stock performance. Okay. Otherwise, you can't carry it around and use it. But yeah, he's he's gotten it within range and launched a car at people mm-hmm. and gotten oh, tags that way. I gotta watch that. I feel okay. like I've missed a few of his videos. Yeah. So I have to check that out. Yeah. Well, we're at we're at thirty four minutes yeah. here. Should we keep it going? What are we? Well, I, <laughs> I think we probably. What you? What else you got for us, man? What? We did mention the dream pickups. Yeah. And, um, I do want to pick up some more gear up stuff. Yeah. I, a full gear recon, gear up recon, which is probably unrealistic for a U.S. Salvation Army because they were exclusive to Europe, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Something like that. Now, what what all are in the gear up line? I know there's the barricade. I know there's the. Um, the predecessor to the rampage, the um, Raider. 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 And then recon. the recon. Is that I it? think there's a Maverick. There is a Maverick. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah, there's Maverick. always a Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always so Maverick. There's, there's four in the, the uh, re- I could have sworn there's more. Line. Let me just Google it. All right. Because mm. in the Crimson line, there's a long strike. No, long shot. Vulcan. Long shot, Vulcan, recon. Is that it? They didn't do a Maverick in that one. Yeah. What, White Oak? No, no, Crimson. Crimson. Oh, Crimson? No, they didn't. There was... You mentioned the Recon? Mm-hmm. Um, recon, Longshot, Vulcan. Vulcan. I think that's it. I, honestly, yeah, I think that is it. Yeah, so obviously those are the you know the rarest for us over here. I wonder if, like, the Sonic Ice and the Sonic Fire are coveted by people in other parts of the world, just like the Gear Up and Crimson are here for yeah, us. Yeah, that would be a good fact to know. Because I got a couple of those, too, for cheap when uh, Toys R Us was going out of business. I've got a Sonic Barricade that I'll eventually do something with now that I have my 3D printer up and running, which it's printing so smooth already. I barely had to do any tweaking to it. You excited? I am. Nice. I've got a a little cube robot on the the print (laughs) bed right now. My boys are excited to see what it looks like when it's done. Will we see Voltron? I have not found a good Voltron file okay for anything to print there is a um it is a usb cover for or it's a looks like the voltron key and you stick it over a usb drive that's pretty cool so i might do that um i've got to get uh 
some more colors fill them in. So I'm, I'm just playing with, you know, stuff that I don't care what it looks like yet. Right. What colors do you have already? Just silver, just what came with the Prusa. <clears throat> Prusa. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Shout outs? Shout outs. Let's do it. All right, I'll go first. First shout out to Connor. He's the oh. man for me, man. That's it. <laughs> He's my boss. He's my buddy. We basically talk and hang out about everything after work, before work. You know? It's awesome. Tops in my book. Sweet, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And my little niece, Alyssa, she had her birthday last weekend, and we had a mm. war at her house, and I had so much fun. That was mm. fun. Happy birthday, Alyssa. <laughs> uh, my shout-out goes to Pressa Research because they made an absolutely amazing printer, and that was uh, – I had a lot of fun putting that together. Um, so hopefully uh, a lot of uh, hours of enjoyment – to come and and a lot of uh, innovation and and new blasters to field, mm-hmm. Spring Thunder, Desert Pigeon, uh, maybe a Meeker. Who knows? Maybe a Foxfire. Uh, <laughs> maybe eventually. Maybe Foxfire. Maybe eventually. He's not saying no. That's what counts. Maybe eventually, but I I think the first blaster I'm going to do is uh, a Desert Pigeon or a Desert Pigeon because uh, I picked up the the wheels from the our buddies over at Blaster Core. So that's the only unique part that I need. Get my hands on some, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do a 3S pigeon. Uh, get my hands on some uh, Krakens or uh, Valkyries. Hmm. Have that boy singing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my thought is I'll kind of use it as a, a sidearm for uh, competitive. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll print up, a, um, what are, not Talons, what are the other ones? Katana, some, some of the 3D printed Katana mags. Kathana, yeah. Vorpal. Probably Kathana. Um, do Kathana mags, and I'll do an adapter so I can run the Kathana mags in my Caliburn. And that way, if I need some rapid fire, I can just throw one of the magazines I've got into my Desert Pigeon and do my rush with that. Yeah. Uh, I'll shout out Chalo for finally <laughs> finally sending back that monorail. Saw that one coming. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, uh, but it's back. Yeah. Had it's a little back. bit of fun it's with back. it before we started recording. Oh, yeah. No, like, it's still fun. It's a fun blaster to use. Yeah, I wish I got my hands on one. I'd yeah, I, I did get that one, like, online. Did you? Yeah, I ordered yeah. that one from, like, Target.com. Yeah, there's another one if you ever uh, come across in the wild, snag it for me. I might just have one in the bin sitting around. <gasps> oh, yeah? Mm. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Connor, any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, I want to shout-out uh, Joshua, who won the... the um, giveaway i had for oh, yeah. my youtube Woo-hoo. channel really nice guy so um shout out to him i don't know if he listens to the podcast but mm-hmm. yo and uh of course my boy matt gotta shout him out <laughs> no, uh, got, look at look at the bro love over gotta, here gotta no matt really uh i i say it in the youtube videos sometimes but he really steps up a lot and need more mats at the dark club i try to yeah. you know our i'll say our employees aren't terrible at their job <laughs> <laughs> Matt's better than terrible, but just wow, <laughs> better, just, just better, barely. better than terrible, <laughs> better than terrible. <laughs> no, Matt's great. Oh, I got one last shout out. Thank you to Square Enix for finally putting out Kingdom Hearts three. It was only oh. thirteen years, guys. Thank right? you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you get your hands on it yet? I I took the rest of the week off. Oh. <laughs> I'm already into the third world. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that's it, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we're so. going to record another episode in a few minutes. Uh, Eric should be here soon. And uh, 
that's it for how's Eric too? That's it for for Tom, Tim, yeah. Matt, and Connor. Send us free stuff. Send us free stuff and uh Your free stuff is coming. I have a tracking order. Free a tracking stuff. number. I thought I was getting more free stuff. I don't remember. I thought send someone told free me there's mega me. stuff. Just That's what I like. Just send us free you, stuff in general. I'll give you a free knuckle sandwich. Anyways, That's check us out on Instagram, Detroit it's Dart Talk. Give us a review, nice friendly review on iTunes and other things and whatever. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. All right, guys. Stitcher. Later. Later.